today to another podcast episode of Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce, and what a privilege it is to have all of you out there by SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Blueberry, and others. We're just so very pleased and happy to have you with us today. We're going to continue with our study in the book of Romans. I know it's going to be a blessing to you. If it is, like it and share it with others. You can also go over to EstablishedInTheFaith.com And if you go there, you'll find more information on how you can subscribe to this podcast as well. We love hearing from you, so please feel free to contact us with any questions and comments that you may have. Well, we're going to go on into our study now. Let me invite you to go ahead and take your Bible and turn with us, because I know it's going to be a blessing to you. We are in the seventh chapter of the book of Romans, and in the seventh chapter of Romans, Paul has made some negative statements uh, pertaining to the law. He said there in verse 7 that the sin nature uh, took occasion by the commandment, and it wrought in me all manner of concupiscence, for without the law, sin was dead. Um, he said, I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, the sin nature revived and I died. And, uh, he said there in verse 10, uh, the commandment, which was ordained to life, I found to be unto death. Now, these are some pretty negative statements about the law. And it sounds like that Paul is saying that the law is a bad thing. And Paul had a lot of enemies. And uh, if people can hear something wrong, uh, then they will. So Paul comes back in, and he says there in verse 12, Romans 7, verse 12, that the law is holy, the commandment holy, just and good. And verse 13, he said, Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. In other words, is the commandment of God a bad thing because it pointed out the sin nature in me? Uh, And, of course, he comes back and said, God forbid. But sin, that it might appear sin. In other words, that's the very purpose of the law. The law is to show the true colors of the sin nature in one's life. He said that it was working death in me by that which is good, that the sin nature by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. The law demands obedience, and no one's ever been able to keep it. Why? Because of the sin nature. Uh, The harder we try to keep the law, the more the law points out sin in our lives, the more agitated the sin nature gets. In verse 14 of Romans chapter 7, Paul said, For we know that the law is spiritual. The law is spiritual because it came from God through and by the Holy Spirit. But Paul come back and said that I am carnal, sold under sin. And the word carnal uh, simply means flesh. Now, all of us are in this flesh, and this flesh has been severely weakened because of Adam's original sin in the Garden of Eden. Uh, The entirety of the human race was in the loins of Adam, and of course, you know, Adam sold us out to sin uh, when he partook of that fruit in the Garden of Eden, and when he partook of that fruit, Uh, That fruit so altered the body chemistry that it has affected every single human being from that time up until now. Now, in verse 15 of Romans chapter 7, 
Paul said, for that which I do, I allow not. Again, Paul is telling us about his experience shortly after he was saved and filled with the Spirit. He said, I didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing. For what I would, that do I not. In other words, Paul wanted to please the Lord. He wanted to keep uh, the commandments of the Lord, the law, but the more he tried, the more he failed. He said, but what I hate, that do I. Paul found himself doing the very thing he hated. And at the time, he didn't understand why he was failing. Uh, he, he probably asked the question, what in the world is happening to me? And I wonder how many Christians out there right now are in this exact same situation. They don't know what's happening to them. And ladies and gentlemen, it's very important that all of us have a proper understanding of the cross of Christ. And I just want to take a few minutes here and look at some things as it pertains to the finished work of Christ on our behalf. Because if we don't have a proper understanding of what Jesus did for us, then our Christian experience is not going to be as it ought to be. Number one, what Jesus did for us at the cross was the double cure. He not only paid our sin debt and died for us, but he broke the power of the sin nature in our lives. He broke the bondage over every single sin that one can imagine, and he left nothing out. Number two, when Jesus died on that cross, we died with him. The sin nature, the old man, died with him and was buried with him, and a new man was raised to walk with him in a newness of life. Old things passed away, and behold, all things become new. Now, I know that we weren't physically there when Jesus died and was resurrected. So that's where our faith comes in. The Bible says in Romans 6 and verse 4, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Now, the the word walk refers to how we order our behavior. We're to live our lives by faith in what Jesus did for us at the cross. That's our target of faith. Jesus said that we're to take up the cross daily, and we are to follow him. But uh, if we don't know to do this, if we're not properly taught, then our faith is automatically going to shift to law, which depends on us doing and not doing certain things. And if we try to live for God by that means, by the means of law-keeping, then uh, the law is going to point out the sin nature. It's going to get agitated, and acts of sin are going to be committed. And most will say, well, you just need to try harder. Well, the harder you try, uh, the worse the situation is going to get. And finally, people just throw up their hands and quit. Why? Because it's just too hard. Their faith shifted from Christ and what he did to themselves and what they're trying to do. We must always keep our faith focused in the finished work of Christ. Number three, we need to maintain a proper confession. We need to reckon ourselves, account ourselves to be dead indeed unto the sin nature and alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's Romans chapter 6 and verse 11. And we need to uh, maintain that confession and confess it with our mouths.
Number four, it's important for us to yield to the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit came into our hearts and lives the moment that we got saved. And uh, when the Holy Spirit came inside, he bound up the sin nature. He rendered it ineffective. He shut it off. He shut it down. However, although the sin nature's been shut down, there's a big mess now that has to be cleaned up because of years of the sin nature spewing its filth in our lives. And we need to understand this cleanup process of sanctification. Uh, it does not happen overnight. Uh, yielding to the Spirit means that we present ourselves to an environment that is conducive to the moving of the Holy Spirit, which means we need to be aware of the places we go, the people we hang around with, and uh, we need to be careful what we're listening to. Uh, we need to be in a good church. If we'll yield and present ourselves to the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit will work in our lives to clean us up. He'll work to conform us more and more into the image of Christ. Christ, which is what a Christian is, one who is Christ-like. Number five, as a believer, we need to understand that our victory over sin, uh, our victory over the sin nature is only in the Lord Jesus Christ. He won the victory for us. However, there is a struggle, but it shouldn't be with trying to gain victory over a particular thing. It should be with maintaining the victory that Jesus has already won for us. Uh, which is done by simple faith in what Jesus did for us at the cross. So when you get right down to it, our struggle is a struggle of faith. It's a good fight of faith. It's not trying to gain any victory. It's keeping our faith in Christ to maintain the victory that, uh, that Jesus has already won for us. Number six, we need to know that the power of the sin nature in our lives has been broken. However, it still remains within our hearts and lives. The Lord allows the sin nature to stay for disciplinary reasons, uh, to teach us trust, uh, obedience, confidence, and dependence in Him, because our biggest problem when you get down to it is self-dependence. Number seven, we need to understand the flesh and the spirit. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The flesh wants and desires certain things at times that are sinful, and we don't like to admit it, but occasionally we um, give in to it and we fail the Lord. Jesus told Simon Peter, he said, Peter, you're going to fail me. You're going to deny me three times, but I've prayed for you, Peter, that your faith fail not. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the key, faith. Um, we may fall down from time to time, but faith always gets back up. If we'll keep our faith anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ, he said if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we don't quit, God won't quit. And if we'll put into practice the things that I have just mentioned, then we'll continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of God's word. 
we'll find that the failures in our lives are less and less, and the victory which Jesus won for us will become more and more reality in our lives. But it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight, and it takes time. And we just need to be patient with ourselves, and we need to be patient with others, because all of us, when you get right down to it, are going through this process. If the program today has been a blessing to you, we hope and pray that you'll share it with others. This podcast has been made possible by the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you to contact us or to contribute to this ministry. Go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. All donations are safe and secure through PayPal. We look forward to hearing from you. Music